So all day, it's, well, it's been a, a minute actually, but today it's been brought back to my memory. I've said it for a few weeks that we are asking the Lord for new wine. And he made a statement to me that made me go, oh, he said, new wine will not come first. He said, but the forming of the new wine skin will come. And the same building up process of last season is the same tearing down of this season. And the Lord began to speak to me about the tabernacle of David. And I need this church to catch the revelation of what you're a part of. And, and understand what this is, where we are going, and how the tabernacle of David functions. Because to religious systems, it looks chaotic and no point. It looks like it has no purpose. And these people don't even know what they're doing. That, that's what to the religious mindset that the tabernacle of David looks like. You all can be seated for just a moment, but don't shut down on me. Just because you're seated doesn't give you an opportunity to stop. I, several in this church has been a part of this going on. We are going on our, this is year two of the rain gatherings, the running. We, we have ran in DC and we've made declarations there. We have ran in Chattanooga, in New York, uh, Arkansas. Uh, there is a run coming up next month in LA and Aaron, our kids are definitely going. Maybe some of you are going. You would say, what in the world is this about? It has been a commission. Uh, don't, don't lose the, the feel for me. Keep it up. Um, it is about the commission of shaking some things out in a nation that needs to be dealt with. It is the prophetic declaration of the movement. It's the rain gathering, the monarch society taking the kingdom by force. So Nashville is one of the runs that's coming up. And I'm, I'm making this declaration to you right now because this is our territory. And that's going to happen June 11th and June 12th. And some of you, I get it. You're like, I'm not a runner. You don't have to be. Uh, you can be at a prayer station. You can make a, a pit stop. You can serve water to people who are running in Nashville. But the part that I want to release tonight over you is that June 12th, number one, June 11th is my birthday. And if you don't do any, any other reason, show up. Amen. I might have some cake at the end of the run. But June 12th, everybody say June 12th. There is seed going in the ground to the Ryman Auditorium. And from 5 p.m. until midnight, we will have occupancy to the Ryman Auditorium. Uh, there will be a limited amount of people who can go in. And so I'm making this declaration to you tonight that if you want to be a part of this, uh, I need, we'll start signups, we'll get a QR code, and we will say, hey, we have this many people who are going to come and be a part of this. Now, if you don't know the history of our city, uh, Nashville was ripe for a move of God. It started with a preacher on the corner downtown Nashville and there was revival and people were coming in and being saved like crazy. And a businessman rose up and said, I wanna build a building for the gospel to be preached and declared, which is the Ryman Auditorium. If you have ever stood on the stage of Ryman Auditorium, you stand in the center and every seat 
in that place is projected as if the sound coming from that platform is hitting directly in your face. Now listen, in the turn of the century when economic standard dropped, it sold. It, Nashville sold its sound. You hear me tonight? Come on. Oh, it was built for country music. No, it wasn't. Do your history. It was built for the preaching and the declaration and singing psalms and hymns and making declarations for the kingdom of God, for souls to be saved and won into the kingdom of God. And so a seed from this movement is going into the ground. Number one, it's a big seed. But as Pastor Devin, who has kind of had the vision and the leading for this movement, the Lord says, you're not getting this one for free. You're going to put seed in the ground to take back what the enemy has stolen. And over the sound of Nashville. Now here's what's crazy. You would say, well, we're not in Nashville. No, but we are about 20 miles north, directly head straight of Nashville. And here's what the Lord called this house. Everybody say this house. You see, I can't worry about what the house down the street is doing. I can't worry about the house the county over is doing. But what I know, and I have to start releasing the of this house is the Lord said you will be the guard of the north gate whichever crosses that corridor coming down 65 it's going to come through this house it's going to be vetted by the presence of the living God and so you and I can set pretty at the gate and pretend like it's not our job of all the hell that's breaking loose downtown in Nashville or we could rise up and understand the reason we are seated here is not to be a cute pretty church at exit 112 but it's so that we know who God has called us to be and what he's called us to do in this region and in this territory yes. I'm just helping a church understand who she is guards of the north gate that sounds appealing until you understand the stronghold the enemy has of this region and this city. The sound, the sound. And so as Pastor Devin released her vision this week on a Zoom call, she said it like this, and it makes sense of why we cleared the stage two weeks ago and there was this pinata of love that busted out over this place. And then, and then Chris Fouch comes and sets a seat in this on the platform while the rest of us cleared it because the faceless church is not because it doesn't have a head or a leadership. It just means that everybody in the house is carrying their part and where he is high and lifted up, he draws all men unto himself. And so it is the hour where the church comes in. Remember, it's not in observation. It is not in you coming in the house, watching everybody else. Just, well, look at them. They getting blessed tonight while you're miserable. So here's what the Lord said to me today. And it goes back to what Pastor Devin said, this is crazy. When we go into the Ryman Auditorium, 2,300 seats. When we go in that place, the Lord said, I want you to release the tabernacle of David and it will be holy chaos. And everybody that comes in will have their job and their portion. 
which means you might be handed a flag when you go in there. You're going to have an assignment. You might be a prophetic declarer and reading scriptures in the room. You might be a part of the singers and releasing the Word of God through song in the room. I want us to understand there was a tabernacle of Moses, okay? And then there was the tabernacle of David. And they were very different in nature. The tabernacle of Moses was a Levitical setup, which means there was the outer court, there was the inner court, then we stepped into the Holy of Holies, right? And only a few people could go in that place. The, the, the set aside Levitical and they wore bells on their garment because their movement released a sound that they still lived in the presence of God. I hear the bells. I'm still alive. Praise God. Though he slays me, right? Yet I will bless the Lord. But when David... Everybody say David. David. The Levitical, the Davidical anointing shifted, which meant there was a new wineskin that had been formed. Right. Now I want us to understand the context that is written in the Gospels about the wineskin. Is everybody okay this after this yeah, evening? Yeah, Afternoon. <laughs> this evening. The wineskin that was made out of animal skin in Jesus' day. Right. When they put wine in the skin it had it, it gases that caused the the skin to stretch out has anybody felt like you've been stretched come in this on, season yes. and and that's what we do we come in and we are like a new wine skin our heart is new and we stretch to capacity and what Jesus was saying is you cannot get stuck in what is old you cannot get stuck in what I did in last season it was good and I did mighty works back there but when you allow the the new to form you actually don't lose what you what you've gained do you hear me it's not a season of losing it's a season of being able to stretch even greater than where you were last season. And so when the Lord is saying, okay, I'm giving you a new wineskin, he's saying to you, you've been stretched to the capacity of the, you've hit the lid. You have hit the lid of how you know me, of how your worship, that's why sometimes when you feel, my God, they're pushing me as far as I can go. No, they're trying to get you to step into the new wineskin. My God, this word, I've gone to the altar five times this past week. Praise God, go a sixth time because it might be the crossing over that forms the new wineskin that gives you a greater capacity of what God wants you to carry. You are an earthen vessel. You are a container for the glory of God. And if you've been stretched as far as you can be stretched, then it's time for a new skin. You hear me? So that wineskin... If you take an empty old skin that has been stretched and you pour new wine into it, that new wine has no capability to grow. It has no stretch to it. It has no ability to move. And so what happens, it breaks open the old skin and the wine is wasted. The wine is wasted. So we've got Moses' tabernacle, 
and they had experienced God in such a profound and prophetic way in the, the tabernacle of Moses when you really study that out and I wish I had time and pictures and all the things but you know the way the Holy Spirit works in this house and so we're gonna catch you all up quick and maybe we'll do a deep dive study in this and that's why I don't want y'all to move because I want you to practice where we're headed okay we might not be fully there yet but I want you to practice where we're headed in just a moment so as the shift and the change it moved from the Levitical thing to the Davidic thing and I want us to understand what that looks like David's tabernacle was a place of prophetic worship unlike the tabernacle of Moses or the temple in Jerusalem which had strict regulations and protocols the tabernacle of David was more relaxed an open space for worship David and his musicians would sing and play instruments before the Lord often in spontaneous and prophetic ways like I heard brother Sellers jumping on the drums last night at the men's meeting you would call him crazy I call him Davidic depends on where your mindset is and maybe you have only been brought to a place of understanding and you need to ask the Lord to stretch you and in his stretching you he takes away the old and rebuilds the new and so in this this style of worship was a reflection of the deep relationship that David had with God and has inspired generations of worshipers to seek after God in a similar way this was a sign of the Davidic dynasty never coming to an end it was making an establishment that I will worship you in spirit and in truth and of my lineage and the way that my heart beats after you in all of its imperfections, I'm going to give you what's rightfully yours. It was 24-7 worship. That's why you've heard prophets come in this house and say one day there's coming a day you're going to need shift work. You're going to keep the, I believe, that if Garlington said it several years ago, I said it. Why would God bring so much ministry to one house and some people have failed to remain? I don't want to miss it. Having the tabernacle open 24-7. So here was the tabernacle of Moses that regulations rules and rightfully so mind you these were people coming out of Pharaoh's grip they had to form their own way and governing system in a wilderness place and some of us have been there we've been in the crossing through and we haven't made it yet and we have been doing what we could do to survive and inviting the presence of God in that right it was built according to the model of God Moses saw the tabernacle in heaven and he built it but when David came let me let me express to us where David was David who was in the shepherd fields he wasn't in a tabernacle he wasn't in a tent of meeting 
his encounters with God. Now there, there's that word again. His encounters with God that built up a confidence on the inside of him to handle the lion, to handle the bear and stand in front of an uncircumcised Philistine who would dare shout things against the army of the living God. It was not birthed in a religious place. It was birthed in a field. It was birthed in an open space where there was nobody to tell him you can't dance like that you can't talk to God like that you can't go to God like that don't you dare wave the palm branches to the Lord God forbid this house is crazy waving flags up there and nonsense I promise you if we could go back to little David in the shepherd field the Lord was saying he's the one that I want to lead my kingdom he's the lineage that I want because he is not bound by rules and regulations by man's agenda he hears my heartbeat and in all of his imperfections he still comes to me we want to invite God into our imperfections but David said I'm coming in I'm coming into your perfections and sometimes the only way to get out of your imperfected self is to step all the way into God's perfect place in his presence is the fullness of joy and at his right hand there are pleasures that are forevermore the tabernacle of david was established after everybody say after he knew what it was like to be without the presence and if you've ever been in a drought season and away from his presence cast me not away from your presence please don't take your spirit and he was angry because God had struck one of his men for putting his hand on the presence. You know why? Because they tried to do it the more convenient way. It's what we modern church people still do. We want to do church the more convenient way. It's not convenient to be here till one o'clock on Sunday. It's not convenient, Pastor, for you to sing an hour after altar call. It's not convenient for you, Pastor Amanda, to be up here in my grill at 8 p.m. It's not convenient for me. You know what God doesn't care about? I know that's shocking in a microwave society. Chick-fil-A drive-through. Of course God cares about my convenience, right? Of course. No, he doesn't. And here's what, as the ark was being put on wheels, because that was convenient, and it took the burden off of those Levitical priests. He was simply trying to protect the presence. I could preach a whole sermon between Lot, between uh I forget his name. Is it Uzzah? Uzziah? Who died? And David was hurt. Because in moving the presence, <laughs> let me tell you something. Without the fear of the Lord and knowing how to honor the fear of the Lord, somebody will be hurt. So you would think that David would be so fearful to do future what he's about to do. Do you hear me? You think he would be terrified of what was coming, but he heard something in his spirit. And being away, he told them, park the ark at Obed-Edom's house. Park it. 
park it there. And I believe it remained there for three months. Obed-Edom's house became so blessed, so blessed, like you couldn't, you could not even imagine. And David sitting over here without the presence of God, starving for the presence of God, probably not able to write a psalms and sing a hymn unto the Lord. And finally he was like, oh man, we're going to get the ark. And we know that in bringing the ark back to the city, David lost his mind and he got fully in the spirit. Do you hear me? He got out of his convenience and stepped into the holy convene of God. You have to hear me tonight that sometimes it is not a pretty place, but it is the most holy place. And David began to dance before the presence of the Lord as the ark began to make its way back to the city. And here's what David did. He said, oh man, we are setting up shop for the ark. And it wasn't, we're going to put it in the Holy of Holies and only a few people a year can go into it. Now think about this statement right here because he was so angry at God, hurt at God, that someone, one of his men died by mishandling it. The mishandling was not the man's hand that went out. The mishandling was the decision to put the ark on wheels. That man became a casualty because of the decision to put it on wheels and roll it. Let it roll. David said, let's build a tabernacle. And it was a tent of meeting. And I want us to picture this. That tent of meeting was very much like an open space tent where they rolled back the sides of that tent and he put the presence in that ark that every single person could experience what God was doing in the room. I believe David was saying, I do not ever want to be separate from you and I know there is enough power and authority in you that you want everyone to experience this presence. And so 24 24-7, there was musicians playing. 24-7, there were singers singing. 24-7, there were dancers dancing. 24-7, there were, there were proclamations and prayers going up to the Lord. And it was not by one man, but the presence of an almighty God that said, come one and come all. There's a new order that's being established in the earth and of this kingdom there will be no end he made it available for everybody to experience this glory and it was holy chaos what in the world do y'all got going on around here you are a part of the company of Davidic worshipers. Do you hear me? In the hour that we are living in, Amos 9, there's a prophecy. James confirms the prophecy of Amos that in the last days that God was going to rebuild, restore the tabernacle of David. We see it in Acts chapter 15. He said, after this, I will rebuild the tabernacle of David. I gotta tell you that we are living in the hour where I hear the Lord say that the religious system that worked last season is not the system that's working in this hour. That for far too long it's been established in, in, a, in a hierarchy movement. But he said, I'm rolling back the tent. I'm opening up the windows. I am 
inviting everybody to come and participate. Pick up your flag. Get a dance in your step. Let the vocal of the Lord be heard out of your belly. And it's time for the church to understand that the kingdom of God is coming from within you. something. I want to say this tonight. We try so hard to put a, a, a definition and an explanation on something that is only meant to be experienced. <laughs> there is no definition in Webster's Dictionary for the presence of God. There isn't. You won't find it. And you can ask the Baptists, they would say, well, you know, it's, it's, you know, that moment of salvation and water baptism. You would ask the Pentecostals, it's the fire burning in our belly and the goosebumps on our arms. You would ask the Church of Christ, and I'm not sure what they'd say. Maybe nothing. They for sure think we're crazy, and I love them. Because they ain't got no musicianship. Know what they're gonna do in heaven. <laughs> I'm not judging. Just thank God <laughs> for the musicians. Amen. Yes. Everybody tries to put their definition on what it means. Whew. Stand to your feet tonight. Because we do need to take an offering. This is not your opportunity to get rid of. Oh, I don't have to. Praise God. We'll do that in a little bit. We're not doing it right now. But here's what we are doing is some of you are going to pick up a flag. You're going to come ask Alyssa, can I borrow a flag? Some of you are going to dance around this sanctuary and say, Lord, please don't let me fall. Some of you are going to, to allow something to push through your vocal cords. Some of you need to pull up a scripture and ask for the microphone. Don't you dare say anything out of order, but you better have a word in your belly and release it as the singers are singing and the band is playing. I decree and I declare holy chaos in this building tonight that there would be a presence and that we welcome the ark of God. We welcome his presence in this place and I want to partner with what heaven is doing crying holy, holy, holy around the throne of God. There's lightning, there's thunder, there's holy chaos taking place in the presence of almighty God. So I want heaven on earth tonight. I want heaven and I want you to catch a revelation. Oh God, don't let me try to define something without experiencing it. Come on, just lift up your hands. Come on, Alyssa, maybe you just need to go put a flag in some hands tonight. Just make sure that you get them back. Come on. Oh God, don't let me try to put an unholy definition on what you want me to be experiencing. Oh, because when you allow the experience of God to move through you, you will tell everyone you know about His measure, about His fullness. You will dance unashamed. Come on, begin to move. Somebody needs to go ahead and be finding that scripture because you're not comfortable dancing. You're not comfortable waving a flag. Come on, come on. Come on, begin to open it up, open it up. My heart is a tent. 
strongholds are coming down Cause Jesus is lifted high Say Strongholds are coming down Jesus is lifted high Jesus is lifted high Strongholds are coming down Strongholds are coming down Jesus is lifted high Jesus is lifted high Strongholds are coming down Strongholds are coming down Jesus is lifted Jesus is lifted high Strongholds are coming down Strongholds are coming down Jesus is lifted high Jesus is lifted high Strongholds are coming down Strongholds are coming down Jesus is lifted high 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 Strongholds are coming down Strongholds are coming down Jesus is lifted high Jesus is lifted high Strongholds are coming down Strongholds are coming down Jesus is lifted high Jesus is lifted high Strongholds are coming down Strongholds are coming down Jesus is lifted high Jesus is lifted high Jesus is lifted high Strongholds are lifted high Jesus is lifted high Jesus is lifted high Strongholds are coming down Strongholds are coming down Strongholds are coming down. 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 When the art comes back to the streets When the art comes back to the city We gonna dance like David Dance like When the art comes back to the city When the art comes back to the streets When the art comes back to the city We gonna dance sharing this with pastor. I was supposed to share it with her. Ever since last Sunday, God's just taken me deeper. And I'm talking, I've had visions every night. I've been getting in the Word. He's just telling me things, telling me things, because I've always been able to see. 
I've been able to see with this camera and many things, but now I can see in a whole nother level. But I went back, the Lord led me to go watch Pastor Devin, such a time as this, it was right after Women of Fire, for any of you that went. And she was talking about the church that got the key of David was the one that walked in love. And when she called it a pinata of love, I mean it was because I know my heart exploded Sunday. And then on Wednesday, Pastor Caleb, you were talking about being in unity and getting rid of the offense. And Pastor Devin said, the church that walks in love and unity is going to get a key of authority. So I believe we are going to be getting the key of David. What is it? The 22? Sorry, I know this scripture and I'm drawing a blank. Isaiah 22, 22. So he's given us the keys that no man can open or shut. I'm saying it wrong. Sorry, I'm nervous. But I just feel like it's a line for this tonight. Opening the tent of David. Now we're getting keys. It's the year of the door. Come on. I've got a preacher spirit in me. I've been preaching in my dream all week. I'm like, Lord, give me the mic. I've been having a mic since I was two. And then the enemy took my voice. Well, now I'm here and I'm going to stand by you. And I'll be here 24-7 if that's what it takes. Let's get our key of David. So 22, 22, I will give you the key of David. I will place it upon his shoulders and no one can lock and no one else could open except that key. She's, re she's referencing the church of Philadelphia who was given the key of David. <laughs> and they were persecuted, they were pressed, and they did not let it rob their love or their unity, okay? Mark 2, 2, 2 is where it discusses forming the new wineskin. Now tell me God's not trying to say something. Isaiah 22, 22, uh, Mark 2, 22. Uh, you need a new wineskin in order to hold new wine. So in this moment, I want you to begin to open it up. Come on, begin to move. Come on, I need you to begin to shift this thing. Open up. Let the key of David come and unlock up your prison. Come on. Before you, before you move, and some of you, I know it's hard to move, and that's okay, but just move your heart or something, you know. Um, I want you to notice the prophecy given by Amos was for this reason, and it was for the restoration of David's tabernacle. The reason that it was given was that the remnant of Edom and the Gentiles called by his name would be possessed. Edom, the name given to Esau and his descendants. Esau was Isaac's son who sold his birthright to Jacob. God is interested in saving and possessing not some of us, but all of us. And, 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 and it's, I want you to know that it's those who've sold your birthright. And the truth is that, how many knows we all did by Adam, right? We sold, sold our birthright. But God wishes that none would perish, but that all would come to repentance and into eternal life, everlasting life, and into the way of abundant life through Jesus Christ, through his blood. He says, after this, I will return and will rebuild the tabernacle of David, which has fallen down. I will rebuild its ruins. I will set it up so that the rest of mankind may seek the Lord. Even all the Gentiles who are called by my name, says the Lord, who does all these things, Acts 15, 16 through 18. I say that 
to say that even though, even now, God has a plan to make his name known throughout the earth. Psalm 76 and 1 says that in Judah, God is known. Judah means praise. In Judah, God is known. Judah means praise. In praise, God is known. In Psalms 40 and 3, it says, David wrote, He has put a new song in my mouth. Praise to our God, and many will see it and fear and will trust the Lord. The Hebrew word used to praise in this verse is tehillah. It's a hymn, a new song, and one that has not been recorded. So it's not rehearsed. Okay? So when we're up here and we're singing phrases, that's a tehillah. When we're singing in the Holy Ghost, it's not tequila, it's tehillah. And I believe that God in this last day will use a tehillah. God, I wrote this down today as we were talking about this, as a tool to bring the lost into the kingdom. It's going to release a Matthew 10, 8 anointing to heal the sick, to raise the dead, to cast out the lepers, and to drive out demons. You say, why do I have to dance? Because your dance is driving out demons. Oh, come on, somebody. Why do I have to sing? Because your singing is bringing in a praise of joy, peace, and righteousness. Why do I have to dance and shout and holler and spit and run? Because 24-7, David thought it so important that he had hired praisers to come around the tent. And, and even when he died, they didn't stop singing. So that's how important your song is. See, we can sing for you all day long. We can move for you all day long. Oh, but when you begin to move, it begins to reach you. I can reach my territory. I can reach my space right now. But when you choose to get out of your pride, oh, come on, somebody. Oh, even, even your weak body right now that's so frail. And, I promise you, you just move a little bit and watch what God does to your body. But watch what he's going to do with the whole body to reach the world. It's literally going to be a praise and worship. And as people are praising and worshiping the Lord, that's all it's going to take. And Jesus' name is going to be lifted so high that people are going to be drawn to the sound. They're going to be drawn. You see, the enemy tried to take the sound of Nashville. But I come to serve notice on the enemy. We're about to redeem the sound. I feel recompense. Come on. Is there anybody that would let out a shout right now and say, we're taking the sound back this place was built for revival and the enemy tried to ruin it but we're taking the sound back we're opening up the walls of the churches in Nashville and we're saying that all shall be in on what God is going to do in this last day so as we get going in this moment I want you to get going in your steps get out of your region right now get out of your territory right now because not only are we moving in here but this is a sign that we're going to move in the streets and God is going to orchestrate with your song and with the rhythm of his righteousness in your heart I believe beyond a shadow of a doubt that Tehillah is going to come out of you that a song of the spirit is going to come out of you it may be while you're walking it may be while you're running but God's going to give you intercession for your territory for your neighborhood we're just rehearsing here what we're getting ready to do out there come on just begin to step just begin to sing just begin to move that flag just begin to move your hands move your feet most most importantly, let God move your heart right now. Let God move your heart for the harvest. Let God move your heart for the lost. 
Let God move your heart for the world, not just our space, but God, let your heart, uh, let your heart be imparted into my heart. God, let your compassion be imparted in me right now. Let your love be so loud. Let your love be so loud. Let your love stretch out from every lean father. Stretch us, God, as Pastor Amanda said. You've been stretching us in this season because we have to have the capacity to hold and to contain what you're pouring out right now. And I just hear the Lord say that you felt like you was going to bust. But God says, I'm stretching a new thing on you. I'm stretching a new thing in you. And God says, you're going to be able to carry it because I'm making it new right now. I'm making your heart new. I'm making your dreams new. I'm making your desire new. I'm making your vision new. In the name of Jesus, we say, let the wild ox anointing be released in this house. Let the wild ox oil be released in this house. Let the wild ox anointing be released upon men and women in this house. God, that they have dreams and visions that that spirit of the Lord that's already pouring out, let it pour in so we can pour it out. Let it pour into us tonight so we can pour it out, so we can pour it out into our families, so we can pour it out into our communities, so we can pour it out into this country, Father. Lord, let it start with me tonight. Let a dance get into my feet until demons run out of my territory. Let a shout get into my voice until walls of limitations begin to fall around my dream, around what you've declared, around financial things that the kingdom needs. We declare right now that every lack and limitation is being broken, not by might nor by power, but we declare it by the spirit of the living God. He is alive and he is not dead. He is risen from the grave. Death could not hold him. Death, where is your sting? Grave, where is your victory? Death has no dominion. Demons tremble in principalities. Don't forget how to carry the ark. We won't forget how to carry the ark. This is a prophetic timeline because Rebecca just reminded me tomorrow is 2 2 2 24. So tomorrow we will feel and see 22 22 4. And so I want us to just begin to decree that something tomorrow is shifting. I know it may not look like something's happening right now. And as we are talking about declaring over the ark, I agree with Sister Sellers as she is crying, Holy, holy, holy. And if you don't have anything else to say, you may not understand about carrying the ark and the weight of the responsibility. One thing I want us to do is to get a holy praise in our mouth. Some of you have said, I don't understand this dance. That's a worldly thing. No, the enemy is not a creator. He is a thief. He is the father of lies. And so when you come in and you decree that he is holy and you say, my body is holy, my body is only declaring and decreeing as it moves that he 
taking back what the enemy has stolen from the body. Come on. It's what, he's, it's what he's already decreed and declared. You may feel stoved up. You may feel like there's no movement. But the second you begin picking your feet up, something shifts and something happens. You don't have to be the best at it. You just have to be willing. Come on, let us just all in unison begin to decree. Holy, 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 holy. Holy, holy, you're holy, holy. Come on, just begin to decree it. You're holy, you're holy. Come on, if I don't understand that he's holy, I will allow my dance to be perverted. If I don't understand that his holiness is why I sing, I will allow the enemy to cause me to partner with his perverted ways of ministry. Come on, if I don't recognize he's holy, he will take the finances, he will take the mouths, he will take the words and he will twist them for his agenda because His holiness must be recognized in this hour. Come on, may a church begin to see. Oh, you're holy, you're holy, you're holy. Come on, He's holy, He's holy, He's holy. He's holy, He's holy, He's holy. He's holy, He's holy, He's holy. holy. Come on, begin to open it up. Come on, begin to open it up. We may not see it. Come on, begin to open it up, church, right where you are. As you're waving that flag, as you are declaring and decreeing, may our declarations reach the heartbeat of God and declare He's holy. Oh, we partner with you, heaven. Holy, holy, holy. Come on, begin to decree it, begin to declare it. Come on, it doesn't have to be quiet. Yeah, there you go. Come on, it doesn't have to be quiet. I very seriously doubt heaven's description in scripture is not quiet. It is not quiet. It is moving. It is breathing. It is whirling. It is turning. It is decreeing the word. Holy, holy, holy. Open it up. <laughs> Woo! The beauty of your holiness. Put a fresh wind over these musicians tonight, oh God. Don't let it be a burden. Let them feel the glory flowing through their veins. God, they are diligent. They are powerful. They are anointed. God, they are those who would labor day and night for four and five and six hours. Oh, but God, I pray that you begin to meet the musicians' needs right where they are. I pray that you begin to put a fresh oil that flows through their fingers.
a fresh glory There's a fresh glory Fresh oil and fresh fire That is coming with the fresh Let your hand clap be your sign. 
It's my breakthrough season. Prophesy, man. This is where the Davidic anointing takes over. Let the flaggers flap. Let the dancers dance. Let the intercessors intercede. Somebody make a holy noise in this room. No, I said make a holy noise in this room. There is lightning and thunder, miracles and wonders, sound of many waters. Lightning and thunder. There is lightning and thunder.
but part of a Davidic anointing is knowing as it's already been stated you see whenever David was the only one in the kingdom that whenever Saul was tormented it couldn't have just been any musician couldn't have just been any singer couldn't have just been any person Saul specifically called for the anointing that was upon David here's the key you pastor Amanda already mentioned it here's the key the key is is that David knew how to minister to a place in heaven that would bring breakthrough over Saul pastor Caleb what are you saying I'm saying that you can look at all the dancing and everything else as as horizontal worship but I need you to dance sing clap shout spin twirl into a heavenly dimension because you believe that whatever you're getting ready to do and I need you to get a praise ready because as it's already been stated you've got a key and part about being a Davidic anointed worshiper is understanding that through your praise it's not you it's the God that's on the inside of you it is the key that can speak to a heavenly realm that will bring breakthrough over Saul's that you're around so on the count of three I want you to get a praise ready this man is going to go through because they've got their keys and they've already been prophesying these singers have already been singing but we need your worship now so for the next 60 seconds on the count of three I want you to minister to a realm of heaven pastor Caleb what are you saying the Bible declares that if I lift him up first he'll begin to come down into my midst I'm not worshiping just so I can get you high up i'm trying to minister to a realm of heaven that will bring breakthrough for your family and generations in your family so i want you to get a praise ready i want you to get a praise ready you're getting ready to minister to a realm of heaven that's going to bring generational breakthrough you're not worshiping right now come on maybe you haven't prayed for your three today this next praise is going to be a praise for your three that that you committed to praying for that in the name of Jesus through this next dance through this next shout through this next hand clap through this next run that in the name of Jesus I'm ministering to a place over heaven that wherever they're at and whatever they're doing right now breakthrough is getting ready to come so I want you to get a praise ready we're going to build this thing and on the count of three I want you to spin run shout clap dance one two one two three everybody praise him that's a Sunday morning praise I'm talking about minister minister to the heavens minister to the heavens minister to a heavenly realm Breakthrough, breakthrough for my family, breakthrough for my job, 
breakthrough for my neighbor. Breakthrough, breakthrough, breakthrough. Come on, that's a Sunday morning praise. I need something out of body. I need you to dance until you dance, until you can't dance no more. I need you to dance like David dance. I need you to clap, spin, shout, somebody praise him. If I told you that I had keys to a brand new BMW outside, you would have danced way better than what you just danced. 100%. You have keys that can literally unlock things in the heavenly realm. So we're going to try that again. I know you're tired. I know it's Wednesday night. Pastors are getting ready to come whenever they're ready. But we're going to try this again. And I want you to dance, shout, spin, clap. Come on, I need you to muster up some kind of strength. And I need you to serve. Here's what, even more so, if you need a praise partner, go to somebody right now and just attach to them really quick. And I need you to get your best shout ready. I need you to get your best whatever it is. And man, here we go. I want you to praise him one more time because I feel like breakthrough is coming on this praise. On the count of three, one, two, three. Lift it up, let's go. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Praise till the walls fall down. Praise, praise, praise them until the addiction breaks. Praise them until they come home. Praise them on the symbols. Praise them on the liar. Praise them, praise them, praise them. Praise them, praise them. Praise them, praise them, praise them. Praise them in the sanctuary. Praise them, praise them, praise them. Come on, there it is, breakthrough. Breakthrough. Breakthrough is your praise. Breakthrough. 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 Don't breathe.
Your promise is coming in a twinkling of an eye. Your breakthrough is coming. Your breakthrough is coming. Breakthrough is coming. I hear the sound of a new day dawning. I hear the sound of a new day dawning. I hear the sound of a new day dawning. I hear the sound of a Davidic anointing. And breakthroughs in this sound. Walls are coming down. Breakthroughs in your sound. Walls are coming down. Breakthroughs in your sound. Walls are coming down. Breakthroughs in your sound. Walls are coming down. They're coming down. Coming down to the As your praise is going up, walls are coming down. As your praise is going up, walls are coming down. Praise are going up, and walls are coming down. Your praise is going up, and walls are coming down. Breakthrough is coming. People get ready. 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 Change is coming.
Start believing that Jesus is coming. Get your heart ready when the Holy Spirit's coming and convicting you. Open up and let him through because he loves you. Yes, he does. He loves you. Yes, he does. He loves you so much that he would stretch from the right to the left so that you wouldn't have to worry about whatever it is you're worried about. He's got you in the palm of his hand. Would you fully surrender to his hand? He can control the winds and the waves. They have to obey to the name that's coming. And I better be ready. People, he's coming. It's not an old time story. It's brand new right now. It's brand new right now. And heaven is real. 
and hell is real which place will you go when he calls your name when he calls your name when he calls your name make sure it's written down in the Lamb's book of life so I sing to you are you ready to meet him in the sweet by and by it's a great and terrible day I want to be in his way come on lift your hands right now just for a few moments I'm getting ready to close this Lord we thank you for your presence your movement your songs that have been willingly sung as the spirit has freely given to us tonight Lord, I asked and instruct this team to write those songs down. We'll need them in the future. I thank you, God, for what I feel has been conquered in this place because we did one thing and lift your name. We have lifted your name in this place, given you all glory, all praise. We declare that this is the day that you've made. And we will rejoice no matter what we went through to get here. We rejoice when we got here. And we'll rejoice when we wake up tomorrow. Because God, our posture is trust. We trust you. Because you've never left us. You've always been with us. And so there might be somebody right now you feel alone Maybe not in this room, but if you're watching by camera, I don't even have my eyes open because it's not concerning to me to see it. If he's knocking at your heart's door and you don't know him as your savior and you're saying, what is all of this? I feel it. I can feel it in my heart. I can feel something trying to get into that void that I've been trying to feel on my own. I've been putting my own vices and it hasn't worked. If that's you and you've been living in chaos and been overwhelmed and you've been confused, but right now something is trying to press in and you can feel his presence pressing into you. If that's you and you're watching or you're in this room, I want you to just lift your hands toward heaven and just ask God to re... If, maybe you just need a recommitment right now. And so Lord, we recommit our lives in this moment. We commit not what we've been through, that commitment. But God, we, we, we place a, a, an out in the loud right now. We place a fresh commitment, God. We confess to you that we are trusting you now. We trust you now. And those of you who are watching, if you don't know him, just ask him to come into your heart right now. If you confess with your mouth that you're a sinner, you believe it in your heart that he will save you, that he was crucified, that he was buried and resurrected. If you believe that he did that for you and you confess it with your mouth, the Bible says that if you believe and confess 
as conviction power of the Holy Ghost is knocking at your door and you're letting in him in, you're letting him in by believing in his message. And as you're believing right now, God is setting you free. And I want to tell you, don't worry about how you're going to be set free. Don't worry about how you're going to lay things down. Just trust him to help you do it. And he's going to do it right now. So, Heavenly Father, I seal that up right now by your blood and by your stripes. Lord, if there's anybody right now that needs a healing, specifically in their back area, God, where there's pain, Lord, in the lower back area, I pray healing right now for back pain. I pray for overwhelmingness in the mind. There's been a lot of thought-provoking things that's tried to get people to quit. And I just have felt, I felt that just a few moments ago that, that somebody's been overwhelmed in your thought process. And we just remove that right now. We declare divine clarity to God's people. That he's not giving you that overwhelming spirit of fear of, of this world and man. But he's giving you a spirit right now. There's, it, there's power in this spirit that's coming. There's a soundness that's coming. I feel the power of God as I'm saying this. There's a soundness that's coming to your house right now. Right now. You've been overwhelmed, but it just broke. It just broke off of you. That heaviness just broke off of you. As we dance, the, the heaviness just begin to go away. Some of you in your home right now, the heaviness went away as they begin to worship, as they begin to praise. And I heard the Lord say, it's going away. It's going away. It will not try to grab back hold of you. God says, remember that place of praise and always go back to it. Put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And we give you all the glory and the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. I just want to pray now over the offering. I'm not going to give some spill, but we're going to, we're going to, the offering buckets are on the stage. So as we dismiss, as we leave, I want you to get that seed ready. Get your, whatever it is that God has commissioned in your heart to give tonight and get it in your hand. And we're going to pray a blessing upon it. And we're going to ask God to multiply it for the times that we are living in so that we can make, as, as Pastor Amanda said, so that we can stretch the capacity, so that we can reach further. And so Lord, I ask you right now that every seed sower, everyone that's faithful, Father, continually and perpetually to sow seeds into this ministry and into this ground, Father, I ask that you would bless them beyond anything they could imagine. Lord, let it be that supply and the multiplying and increasing in this hour and in this day I pray for that anointing right now and I pray for even concerns maybe maybe up tomorrow God I just pray that you're, there's breakthrough coming even financially I speak that over somebody that may be worrying about what's going to happen tomorrow God we thank you that breakthrough's coming in the name of Jesus and we praise you for it and we give you glory for it in Jesus name bless and keep us and make your face shine upon us be gracious and give us your peace in Jesus' name. Amen.